What'd you say earlier today? We're in the third inning? Yeah, I just yeah, If this is baseball, we're, we're just in the third inning here, man. There, there's so much left to do. We've said it for a long time. We're just scratching the surface. I told y'all it had to be a month after we came back in 2020 uh, at SummerSlam. Well, we're going to change the whole game. We're, we're not going to follow suit. We're not going to run it like TikTok and YouTube shorts. We're, we're going to have to expand you people. We're going to have to open up your, your, you know, your, your attention span. You're going to have to pay attention for longer than 20 seconds, y'all, because that's what we're doing. We're out here making filet mignon. This ain't McDonald's. This isn't Burger King. It's not fast food. We're giving you the good stuff, and I meant it, and I, I kept my word. Guys, uh, the reason that I played that short or that soundbite from the tribal chief is to remind y'all to calm the fuck down cut the shit with getting excited or getting emotional over stuff that you don't have control over because Roman literally just said it right there and uh my mic is gonna be hot today because there's a lot that we got to talk about in jerking the curtain so be careful what you ask for You are now listening to the Funkaholics Podcast. Oh man, it's that time. It's another episode of Jerking the Curtain. Mike, we are in episode number seven and uh, I'm not going to lie, dude. I'm a little hot right now. So Why are you you hot? I'm hot, dude. It's, uh, I think it's all these fucking fans. And I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say it for what it is. All these fucking fans, dude, they're just nonsense. You're one of your favorite words. They're doing a bunch of nonsense, <laughs> a whole lot of nonsense. But uh, some bitch assness, full of bitch assness. Some of them need to go walk and give me a cheesecake. There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh man. So guys, uh, this is going to be a fun episode, I promise you. It's not going to be me just ranting and raving, but like I said, there's some things that I got to call out here, and uh, and we're going to cover that when it comes to SmackDown. But um, before we get anything going, uh, there is something that we do here at the Funkaholics Podcast, and cheers, Mike, to another great episode. Oh, my God. I don't know. That was good. That was good. It was that good. Was good. That was good. Uh, guys, we did um, some fireball mixed with, um, what was it called again? Rum chata. Rum chata. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that was hot. So, I, I mean, fireball is suiting for what we're going to talk about today. And uh, yeah, so we got a lot going on, Mike. There's, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot that we need to talk about. And uh we're going to get into that shit because, um, yeah, it's not. There's some good things. There's some bad things, but. There's a lot more good things, though. A lot more good things. A lot more good things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, yeah, we could, we could chop it up that way. Uh, let's, um, let's start out with, uh, with Raw. And there was, there was a lot, there was a lot going on. Uh, I would say probably the biggest thing that we're going to take away from that whole episode was 
Cody just got a shield. Yes, he did. He did. Yes, he did. And uh, let's go ahead and play that soundbite. Comes to fighting the bloodline. When it comes to fighting the rock, when it comes to fighting Roman Reigns, there is only one man on earth who is uniquely suited to be your shield. I'll give you a hint. He was once an architect. He is now a visionary. He is a revolutionary. He is Seth. Seth freaking Rollins. Dude. I got chills. That was a pop. It was. Goosebumps. Goosebumps. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Dude, talking about... So this is one of the good things, right? Because we get Cody, he comes out, and then the music cuts, or was it, or was it vice versa? Was it Seth calling, calling Cody out there? No, Cody's out there. Cody's out there. Cody's out there. So, um, yeah, Cody's out there, and he's cutting his promo, and. Seth comes out. Thank you, guys. I just popped my bottle on my Corona, and uh, that was yeah. a pop. <laughs> it popped. Um, but yeah, so Seth comes out, and dude, he like he like he, Seth's on fucking fire. We talk about all these wrestlers stepping it up and shit, and bringing bringing the heat, and dude, so he just raised the bar. He did raise the bar. He literally, he brought he brought up some old shit. You know, he told Cody, like, I apologize for Roman because I helped create that monster back when we were the shield. <coughs> then he comes back and he literally tells Cody, like, dude, I've got your back when it comes to WrestleMania. Like, The Rock, Roman, The Bloodline, you've got your shield. That right there alone, I was at the edge of my seat, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, I, I was almost ready to take a lap around the ho- the house because it was, it was right there. Like, it was that legit. I don't know. How were you feeling after that? What would you think? I was, I was, like, I was on the edge. I was, wow. Like, he cuts, like, it was... It left Cody speechless as well. It did. Like, I, I was speechless. I, I was in wow, and I think Cody was in wow, too. Because I don't think Cody realizes what he's got himself into. Very true. Very true. The expressions on Cody's face was, was awesome, especially the way Seth was, was cutting that promo. I mean... Talking about raising the bar, next level shit, and things just getting good, like keeping your attention. And that's one of the things, guys, that I want to talk about is a lot of WWE fans are forgetting the small things. The things that are leading up to where we're going. It's 
they're getting they're getting caught up in the bullshit. And and that's what we're gonna go into. So after after Raw, you know, we, we got that from Seth. I think that was the fucking icing on the cake for the whole show. Like that was that was the ribbon that wrapped the present. There was a show? There was a show. There was a show. There okay. was a show. Okay. There was a show. Because he stole it. <laughs> yeah, he did. He stole he it. He did. He was the highlight of the entire thing. Um then we had, you know, like at the end we had you know, we obviously know Cody and Drew McIntyre will be wrestling. DM Hunk. So there was a little bit of battle of that. You know, Drew still, you know, running around causing chaos. I love it. I love every minute of it. It's fantastic. So we'll see what happens there. But we're leading into SmackDown. So everybody's fucking hyped up, right? We're, you know, Roman's going to be there. The Rock's going to be there. What right, the right. fuck is going to happen? So... This is what I wanted to talk about, and this is what I wanted to get into, because this is where I just want to... I literally... Like, I feel what The Rock is feeling, dude. Like, these fans just need to shut their candy asses and just enjoy the ride that The Rock is taking them on. Do you think it's because of years and years of disappointment that led up to, to this? Is it, like, daddy issues that we're having with some of these fans? It could be. The other thing that I think, too, though, I think the house is divided. And when I say that, Mike, I say we've got us old school fans that are loving this shit because we know everything that led up to this. We haven't had The Rock in a long time. Not this Rock either. And I think this new generation fans that are riding... And uh, Cody gotta finish his story. <laughs> the Cody crybaby train. <laughs> we love that one from The Rock. <laughs> it doesn't get any better. It than doesn't, that. man. I swear, dude. I had to. I had to bite my lip when I was recording that one because I wanted to laugh so bad. But uh... and, uh, Cody gotta finish his story. <laughs> I could probably play that all day. Maybe just put it on repeat. But what I was getting into is, you know, these new fans, this new generation. They don't understand what's happening right now. One of the things, and I and I want to ask you this because I want to I want to put this on the table for discussion. How how was your feeling about about the Rock's promo? Like how how were how were you feeling when when he when he was cutting it? Because I mean, dude, he did chop up the Utah fans, so we got some old school Rock, but. Also, we got some rock that was kind of stale. It didn't feel it didn't feel prepared. It seemed like he was shooting from his hip a little bit. Um I agree with you. It wasn't it wasn't as scripted as as it should have been, maybe. I don't. I don't know if that's even the right phrase or wording. Um, or what I'm about. I'm trying to say. I think it was, it was coming from the heart. I think he's a little disappointed on how things have turned out. I don't think he expected the fans to turn on him. No. So so let me ask you this. Let's go down the timeline, okay? So. The Rock comes out, and he fucking tells the fans, he's like, ah, you know what, The Rock's a little hungry. I maybe want to go out, you know, to a bar, 
fast food joint or should I sit at the head of the table? The fucking crowd erupts and they want him to sit at the fucking head of the table. They were bananas. Right. That's what they wanted, right? Yeah. Like, if you go back and you watch that, that place erupts. Exactly. And now you... Let me so let's fast forward till now. He asked the people what happens. And that's what we've been saying. Fast forward to now. So in between there, right? TKO announces that The Rock is literally the fucking head of the table. Right? Right. And Ron can argue, was he talking about that or is he talking about Roman? Was this a mistake? Was this a mistake by TKO? No. You don't think so? He's one of the biggest people. Seth said it. He could run for president. But now there's a boss. There's a boss header like over his head. They did that with Vince. And the story was great most of the time. Yeah. 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 I I honestly think TKO. I, I think TKO and the fans fucked this up. Okay. I'm listening. Because think about it. Now that you have... I mean, it's almost like he's Vince McMahon, if you think about it. Yeah, that's why I said Vince did it. Vince McMahon's not great in the eyes of the people right now. Okay. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And then plus, so when the fans turned on him, now we've got heel rock, but the fans aren't jiving with him because now it looks like he's flexing his power. That's not what it was supposed to be. No, it wasn't. I No. No, you're because right. the fans are flipping script, and that's the way that they're looking at The Rock now. They're looking at him like he's Vince McMahon. I think TKO and WWE. It started with TKO. TKO fumbled the fucking ball. No pun intended. They gave him The Rock, and they fucking fumbled it. They should have never announced yet that this dude is the head of WWE, like a ch- a chairman. You know, someone that's calling the shots. They right. should have never fucking announced that. They should have waited. Till after WrestleMania. Now you have that. And then Cody wins Royal Rumble. What are they doing? Because now we have all this chaos. And now we have The Rock. Trying to save face. We have him going off script. Battling with the fans. And then now he's a member of the fucking bloodline. (laughs) What happened? Well, maybe that's the way it was supposed to go all along. Was it though? Like, okay, so when he asked, should he sit at the head of the table? Was it about Roman or was it about him signing the biggest deal he ever signed and become a board member with TKL? Possibly. Okay. Now we have, fast forward, we have Hill Rock. Member of the bloodline. Yeah. Where's this story going? We're trying to figure that out. That's that's the great thing, right? We're right. trying to figure this out. Does it look bad? Is it Vince McMahon-ish? Yes. Yes, it is. There's, there's you can't you can't deny that. But w- wasn't that some of the greatest times in wrestling? The attitude true. area. Yeah. Era? Very true. Very true. I mean, we got one of the greatest stories ever told, and I'll I'll say it till I'm 
six feet under uh, the Ministries of Darkness when Vince was the one that was he was the puppet master. Yeah, he was oh. the higher he was the higher the higher god. Um, with with the way that this I and guys, so the thing that you guys need to understand. When Roman was talking about this is the third inning of writing, we're not doing TikTok, we're not doing Instagram, we're not doing Reels, we're not doing YouTube any shorts. type of 20 to 30 second attention span bullshit, which is what Vince McMahon was doing. Because before, we talked about it. It was, fr- it was a frustrating time in wrestling because titles would change from episode to episode. Right. Stories would never get finished. They'd start something, you'd be interested, and then all of a sudden it's scrapped. Now, we're in an era, guys, of the bloodline taking this fucking thing to places that we don't even know. And one of the problems now that people are getting frustrated with, but they don't understand it, and they don't let they don't let the story keep telling, is Cody's story is crossing with the bloodline now. And people are getting their shit fucking confused. Cody could very well finish the story at at WrestleMania. Then what? Then what? There's still a lot for Cody to to be able to do. You know what I mean? There's still a lot of story that Cody can tell. There's still wrestlers out there that Cody can build some shit with. You know what I mean? Right. There's 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 a lot that can happen. A lot that can happen. Now that I think about it, bigger picture, there's still there's still a lot of storytelling for the bloodline. There's a lot of things that I have a feeling that are going to start. The foundation is going to start coming together more. Like right now, we have the dirt. They dug the trenches. Now they're you know they're putting in the the piping, the electrical. We've got a you know we've got the concrete foundation. Now they just need to start building the frame. It's all coming together. I'm I'm starting to feel like it. I'm starting to see it. All these storylines and everything that we're seeing. Now, with Cody's storyline and it crossing with the bloodline, that makes it more interesting. Because now you're getting fans that are frustrated where they everyone fears the unknown. Wrestling used to be predictable. It's unpredictable now. And it's causing chaos, but that's a good chaos. It's something that you want to stay tuned to and see what the fuck really is going to happen. I can't wait till Monday, right? It's been a long time since we've been excited to say, okay, I just watched Raw. I can't wait to see what the fuck happens on SmackDown. Right? Yeah. Over over 20 years since I've been like this. It's been a very long time. And if the rock is, he's right. Like you just didn't let it play out. You forced, I think they forced the hand. Absolutely. I really do believe that they forced his hand. And I don't think Cody was going to get slighted in any kind of way. I think they had a bigger, a bigger story for this, but they're going to give you what you want. Be careful what you ask for. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. And, and and that's literally the title of this episode is be careful what you ask for. You could have put any, anything that you could have said, the grass isn't greener on the other side, anything 
The the thing that's frustrating to me too is all these fans keep oh well if if CM Punk hadn't got injured and 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 this and that. Guys, who cares? Exactly, guys. CM Punk. Let's be honest, and I'm sorry for all you CM Punk fans out there. Like Don't I said, apologize. I gave the I gave the guy flowers. The dude can rock the mic. Yeah, he. I don't think he has longevity. He's too old to carry a title that was brought in to be challenged every fucking episode. Okay, so let's let's put it like this. Look at how CM Punk walked in. Look how Orton's in. Right. Look, look at look at look at Orton was every Friday. AJ Styles, LA Knight, doing something every Friday. Yeah. Leading up to See, and, and, and that's the thing that I'm trying to get at is because everyone thinks that the storyline changed because of CM Punk. CM Punk didn't have that huge of an impact that would cause these stories to fucking go up in flames or he, to he, cause chaos to where everybody's like scrambling and being like, what the fuck do we do? What the fuck do we do? He was 27th in the Rumble and he couldn't even last the whole, well, finish it. Right. I don't know, I was going to say the whole thing, but he was 27, 26. I don't remember the exact number. He was late in the game. Yeah. And he looked like he was number one out there. So look at what so look at what they were doing. I mean, where where I'm getting to is CM Punk had a part in it, but not he's not the reason that the whole story changed and now the rock is here. No, no. And if they believe that they're fools. You have you just you just named a couple of them. You have LA Knight, you have AJ Styles, you have Drew McIntyre, you have Jey Uso. You have all these big star names that can challenge Seth for the title and it still be a great WrestleMania match. Right. And if one of them would take it would be taken it from him, they can do what it, Triple H intended this Monday after Monday after Monday after Monday. They can do what Seth did, right? And not and it wouldn't skip a beat. Exactly. C- CM Punk. In, in, in all fairness, and as we great for- he is, we forget the other one, Randy Orton. Randy Orton, <laughs> like he came, he missed time, came back in great shape. Hell, look at The Rock. Yeah, the guy's fifty some years old and is in great shape. Yep. CM Punk didn't come back in great shape. So him he he got injured not because he was out of shape. It was a freak accident. Yeah. But his injury has nothing to do with his stamina or anything. It was a freak accident. But it does have to do because he couldn't Cody had to carry him. Yeah. Drew had to carry him. So when he had, he struggled getting Drew over. So did it tear there? Where did it tear when he was doing his good night? When did it tear? Yeah. And his injury had nothing to do with The Rock stepping in. Right. The Rock was already stepping in. He showed up on Monday. That Monday. He asked the question. Fans went bananas. And here we are. And here we are. So we <clears throat> I think what we need to do I, I really what this what this is is fans take a chill pill 
relax, let everything unfold, be thankful for what's going on right now, be thankful that we have the rock back and we have Hollywood rock, we have the heel rock. <laughs> That's, dude, all I'm missing from the rock right now is his fucking six string guitar. <laughs> let him cut a promo about and let him sing about Cody. <laughs> If we get that, I'm, I'm done. Right. I, I'm done. I'm turning <laughs> off the TV. I'm going to bed because I've seen it all. <laughs> but that that was, I mean, that was that was one of the, the greatest rocks that we had. I mean, fuck, when he sang to Vicky Guerrero, that was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. The you man know is I mean? a genius, and, he des- and for him to be in the position that he is for WWE, we need to... Let him do what he does best. He's been in this business long enough. He knows what this business is needs, what WWE is lacking, what they have, who they have, and how to use them. Right. Yeah, like that, like like that one that I I sent you, and we got that keyboard warrior, you know, fucking loser, saying. This is a bad time for WWE because The Rock is here. That's the fucking dumbest thing that you could ever fucking say. The jackass probably just wanted to say it so that he could get some type of recognition. For likes. And he got acknowledged, which is sad. But, I mean, if you think about it, that's kind of what's going on with these fans. You know what I mean? That's why I say it's a house divided with these fans. You got generational fans. The old school fans, loving it because they know what's going on here. These new fans... They're programmed. Like Roman said, you guys are fucking programmed with your TikToks, your 30-second fucking videos, and you guys live at the... They have fucking amnesia. That's the problem. Well, they don't know. And the problem is is they only know what they know. And Roman's right. It's 30 seconds. It's that rabbit hole. They fall into that rabbit hole watching, you know, reel after reel, YouTube short after YouTube short, whatever, whatever they're on, and... And they're, they're stuck in it. Yeah. Well, here's another great thing. Casual fans, the number's getting higher, which, I mean, that's a great thing because it's attention to the WWE. But people that left the WWE are watching again because right. they're loving what's happening with these stories. A lot more people are talking and a lot more people are watching now. They want to see what's going to happen. And that pays a tribute to one person. And, and he doesn't get all the credit, but that's who we're talking about. Yeah. Well, I mean, Triple H, obviously. Triple H has to be the one that gets majority of the credit because he's the one that came back in and he's the one that's allowing these storylines to continue. I'll be honest, I think Triple H was probably pissed after this last SmackDown because, I'll be honest, it probably was one of the most, one of the, probably the most off SmackDown that I've watched in, in a very long time. It wasn't only with The Rock, it was with every single wrestler was on there. A lot of the matches were off. Yeah, I, I recorded it, it was because I was out. And um, yeah, I, I fast forward a lot because it was it kind of drug a little bit. It was stale, right? Even the even the matches just didn't feel like they had. And guys, they're human beings. Yes, they get paid a lot of money. 
yes, they they're here to entertain us, but fuck. It happens. Give them a little bit of credit because, or I mean, give them a lot of credit. They're on the fucking road. They're constantly having to do social media. They're doing, they're, they're probably doing make a wish things. You know, they're, they're signing autographs. They're, there's a lot going on for a wrestler. I'd probably say a wrestler, probably the hardest working person in the world. Yeah. Even more so than the president. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it, it was like, it was still. But that's it's expected. It can't be perfect all the time. It happens. It happens. It happens. And you know, <clears throat> I think the anticipation of what was going to happen overshadowed what was happening. You know, the, you know the anticipation. Maybe they should have led the let off with Roman and the Rock. Yeah. Instead of at the end. You know, that not a bad idea. That could have been. That could have been something. I know, I know they put them at the end because they wanted everybody to watch the whole fucking and episode wait. and wait and wait. But you know it. So there. So this. So what? I, what I'm gathering, Mike, is so. So let me ask you this: what? What? What is your opinion? Did Did TKO fuck this up alongside WWE because they're you know they're they're you know they're one in the same. Companies. Did, did was this something from them or was this something from the fans after this discussion that we just had right now? I mean, business is business, so they can't they can't do something and hope the fans like it. They can't do something and and worry if the fans like it or not. They gotta they gotta do business, right? So you know, Rock is making moves with or without. Fans, he's gonna do him. He's you know, he's making he's making his own money. So with that being said, did they fuck it up? No, I'm no, I'm not gonna put that on them. Okay, you can't because. So then, this is the fans. This is it's the fans. (laughs) The Cody Crybabies. And uh, Cody gotta finish his story. It is. It, it really is because, you know, when you when you first said that he's the next Hogan, I kind of looked at you kind of cross-eyed a little bit. But now stepping back, look at what has unfolded. He is. Yeah. He is. And they can't wait for him to get there. But Rome wasn't built in the day. Right. And he has obstacles and hurdles. So you got what you wanted. He got his match. But you, my friends, have just created a huge obstacle and hurdle for this man to, to cross over. Right. And you might be disappointed. Very true. Very true. Couldn't have said it better. So I'm going to say, so I'm going to put this blame on TKO. And that's fair. And them kind of flexing like the way The Rock is flexing right now or the way that The Rock is having to flex now. They should have never announced that The Rock was the new head of the table. And I say that with quotation marks, guys. They they should have waited for this. I don't think that they were thinking about the way that the story was transitioning. 
Agreed. I agree with that. The I know there's a lot of pissed off fans saying like, well, Roman is looking like the bitch in this whole situation. But two things you need to remember. One, that's Roman's boss. Number two, that's a fucking legend. You show your fucking respect. Yeah. Same way Cody showed respect when The Rock came in and said, dude, I need this match. And kind of move Rocky, uh, uh, move Cody out of the way. And he slapped Cody. So, you know what I mean? And, I mean, he basically told Seth Rollins, like, dude, watch your fucking mouth. I mean, he even told that fat-ass fan that he was going to slap the herpes off his fucking, off his lips. lips. (laughs) (laughs) But this is, you know, so all this chaos and everything that's created, we talked about it in previous episodes. Remember, I kept saying, Cody was getting a little stale, and then what did they do? They pushed him way over to where the fans were demanding that this dude be... The fucking champion, yeah. Or you know the he he get his WrestleMania so, opportunity again. So was it the match where he was hurt against Lesnar against Brock? Was that that match that pushed him over? No, I would say, I would say, I would say this shit going on with the Rock. I think the Rock is. I think I. Because think about it. They were, we, we talked about it. They were excited about Rock versus Roman, right? 100, 100%. Then the WWE put in the storyline of, okay, well, Cody's going to win this Royal, Royal Rumble again. Now, all the conspiracy theorists and everyone said that it was going to be CM Punk, which I, I think would have been an even worse mistake. Because then we know if CM Punk would have won Royal Rumble, he's going to challenge Seth. Seth Rollins. Seth. Right? Right. And then take that title off of him, which absolutely made no fucking sense. But what would that have done to Cody? See what I'm saying? Then with with Cody, with Cody getting kind of stale or losing a little bit of momentum, now you have The Rock stepping in trying to, like The Rock said, I will do everything in my power to make sure that you you don't walk away champion. That's going to push Cody over more than anything now because now you have pissed off fans that are chanting, we want Cody. You're going to get Cody. And you're going to get Cody. Here's So here's where I want to talk bold predictions for this WrestleMania. In your eyes, Mike, and in your mind, how do you feel this should end? So I've said it before. What happens if Cody wins? Where does it go from here? So how I feel it should end, Roman walks away. And still champion. Because where does Cody go from there? Okay. If he wins, what happens? Okay. What 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 do they do with Cody if he wins? Does he have the rock? Did he go with Seth? Like 
it's after this. It's I feel the fans have made it very stagnant. That if he does beat Roman, anything he does going forward is just eh. I can I can see that I can see where you're going with that because then the expectations are going to be so high that nothing's ever going to satisfy. Nothing's him. ever going to satisfy. I can him. I can totally see that. I yeah I like what you're cooking there. So here's here's my thing. They need to put the strap on Cody. Cody needs to be your champion. And I don't disagree with that. Here's. Here's where we have more storylines with Cody. So we have Cody with Randy Orton because there's legacy story there. Okay. There's two big family names there. You got the Orins. You got the Rhodes. I give that about a seven. We've got both wrestlers that are generation wrestlers. We've got... Cody and an AJ Styles story. Don't like that. We got Cody with an LA Knight story. Eh. We've got Cody, possibly a Jay Uso story. No. And that and you know Jay's my boy. We've got there's a lot of talent that Cody can still wrestle. We're gonna talk about this guy in a minute. We got Braun Breaker now. Brought up to the big leagues. We got Carmelo Hayes, dude. There is a lot of talent that Cody can wrestle and defend. But that's who you like to see. These these ultra fans for him, these fanboys and girls, want Cody to beat Roman so bad. I just don't think anything after that, it will be good enough. Hit- so here's the other thing, and... We have a trilogy. People love trilogies. Boxing is one of the number one things for trilogies. For people for people to show their love for a trilogy, right? Okay, now, now we're here. So now we're here. So think about this. The Rock fucks up so bad in this match against Cody and Roman. That The Rock costs Roman the title. I can see that. So Roman never truly lost it, right? DQ. So we have... No, not a DQ. Cody still beats him. Okay. But with with an assist from The Rock. Okay? Okay. So now what do we have? We have two storylines developing. We have Cody and Roman because Roman can say, you never truly fucking beat me. Right? Because that's the code that's the story that Cody's that's using Cody. against Roman right, right now. Right, right. Right? Right. Now we have Roman looking at the rock and saying, I'm not your bitch anymore. You fucked up. You lost me that title. Now we have the rock versus Roman, the match that everybody wanted. And that's what I said when this all when the slap happened. Right. I do think so. Going that route, yes, I do think if it was a ploy, if it's a ploy, it wouldn't shock me because I said that before. 
well, as far as what the fans want, I think they'll be disappointed because there's nothing greater. I don't know if they would, though, because think about it. Now you have The Rock and Roman versus each other. Obviously, The Rock is going to push Roman over, just like he gave the push to Cody. Okay. So now you let Cody do his thing. You let him continue to keep building his resume just the way Roman was doing when Roman's been on this long streak. Remember, we we forget. Cody said, too, I'm going to take everything from you. Everything. He already has Jay. So he's 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 taking everything. Now you have Roman beating the Rock. Roman's level just got raised because he beat a legend. And now I don't write that, but go ahead. You have you have the connection, or their paths are crossing again because now Roman could start fucking with Cody and saying, "I want that third match." I just took down Mount Rushmore. I erased the rock and I put my head in Mount Rushmore now. What's up, Cody? Let's go. I think that would be fucking amazing. I think the and, and the fans would love that. If they don't, they're fucking stupid. Well, right now I'm leaning on they're stupid. Because right now they're very, very stupid. <laughs> well, let's not worry about they, we don't have to worry about the fans. We don't have to worry about the fans. So that's but. why you asked me. Would you have, the question you asked me had to do with the fans. So I gave the fans. Why fan are you yelling? Why are you yelling? Because I'm hating right now. Because I am hating the fans right now. They don't realize. And, and we don't. But that's that, that would be beautiful. And I would like that. Right. Question. And all that. What happens to Solo? What happens to Jimmy? What happens to Jay? Because Rock, who he is and what he means to that tribe, where do they go? I think they still fall in line with Roman. Interesting. Because they're looking at Roman like he truly didn't lose. Like I said, this is a rock. The rock fucks this deal up. The way they sell it. The way they sell it. So... Now, if what if a Jimmy or Solo messes up? If Cody, if Cody goes in there and fucking destroys Roman and all that, then that takes away the whole storyline from the bloodline. That, that that would be dumb. That would be dumb. That would be dumb. They wouldn't do that. No. So that's why I was saying it has to be on the Rock. Like well, the Rock holds all the cards, and it has to be his mistake. But Cody said he's going to take away everything from him. What if the Rock makes it look like it was Jimmy or Solo? So. It doesn't have to happen at WrestleMania. Everything is slowly taking things away from Roman. So we could see that storyline continue too. Got you. Okay. You know what I mean? Yep. And I mean, dude, if anybody's taking anything away from anyone, Cody's fucking taking everything from Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins wrestled the man three times and lost every time. He even lost Cody with a torn peck. Yeah, why he wanted to wrestle him again I, <laughs> you know it'd be, I mean? it's beyond me. Right. <laughs> but that's that's Seth showing respect to Cody. Saying, and, Co- and Seth even said it. He's like, you kicked my ass three times, but I can't think of anybody that I would want to, if I were to lose, give this title to, to carry what I've established already. And I, I agree with that. And I think he made the wrong decision. Looking at, at that aspect. Because 
they're one and the same. Coming from what Seth was thinking. I agree with Seth. Yeah. He did make a mistake. But. Make a mistake how? No. Well, he made a mistake by choosing Roman over Seth. Thinking the way Seth was thinking. You take away, take away the slap and how it transpired. Before the slap, you go back to that when he says, I choose you, Roman Reigns. You they pan the they, they pan out where Cody you, choosing Roman Reigns. Yeah. Okay. They pan out wide enough where you can see fat Seth's face. And he puts his head down and there's disappointment. Because I could I understand where Mr. Rollins was coming from. Well, I mean, Seth was speaking from the heart, and he was he was basically telling Cody, like, you take this title, I know what you can do with it. Right. Because Cody's going to be able to wrestle Monday to Monday to Monday to Monday to Monday. And in that aspect, that, well, that was a mistake. He, he, he chose the wrong one. Because... Cody is, chose the wrong Cody one. Cody chose the wrong one, because there's nobody else who can wrestle Monday to Monday, Monday to Monday, Monday, like Seth has, other than Cody. Well, I mean, we've talked about other wrestlers that could do it, right? Yeah, and but still, it's but Cody's the the number one. Cody's still going after Roman because he has to finish the story. <laughs> that's, a, but I mean, that's the du- the WWE storylines and everything in the way that they're doing this is what's creating this. You know what I mean? So. We kind of have to blame it on WWE for pushing Cody. Like I said, they strapped a rocket to him, dude. And there's no fucking ceiling for this guy. Well, who else would you have done? If you, Gunter? I mean, if you really want to put Seth over, I mean, Cody over, like if you want to raise the fucking level, have Cody wrestle Seth Saturday night and then wrestle Roman Sunday night. Which WrestleMania we ta- is two days. We talked about that, right? I don't Cause then Cody's showing up with the belt. And he's on Monday, he's on Friday. And then now you possibly have Cody wearing both belts. I wouldn't mind that. Or Cody loses because they can use the fact that Seth took him all the way to the end. And then now he's ha- now he has that excuse. But he still has a belt around his waist. Roman still has a belt around his waist. There's a lot of ways that you can flip this script. Yeah, we, we, we could go around and round and round it and not be wrong. Right. You know, Roman's a great champion. Having Roman Reigns is like having the Rock as champion, to, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well. Yes. He's Rock not, is way better on the mic, though. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but his his presence. Oh, yeah, because we talked about, you know, he, he changes SmackDown. Right. Without, There's episodes where he's not on SmackDown and it's eh, it's all right. It's not bad. He, when he's there. When he's there, yeah, it does change it. It changes things. And having Cody with one and Roman with one, it's a win-win. Yeah. Losing, not having Roman with one, I think it's, it's losing. He, he does, he needs a break. And then when he's, well, he's a part-timer and to begin Whatever. Like he's whatever. a champion. He's he, allowed to be. And he has other issues. Yeah. Well, I mean, health-wise, they said that, you know, he's been in remission for a long time. 
we what? we haven't heard anything about him having any slip ups or anything like that, or you know, it coming back or. Wait, he still has to be careful. Yeah, he does. He has to be careful. He has to put him himself first because he has a family. But he's already getting to that point too, though. WWE does this with all kinds of people. We've we've seen they did it with Hogan. They did well. I don't not necessarily Hogan, but they've they've done it with. John Cena, they done it with The Rock. They, you know, they give these wrestlers when they're the champs, you know, time off, and they're allowed to, you know. I mean, I think we even saw it with Randy Orton when he was carrying the title around for a while. But they they do give these guys, you know, they they build these champions or the Universal Champions like that, where they don't have to be wrestling night in night out. Yeah. And that's, and that's and that's the reason why the heavyweight championship came up that Seth is carrying because of that. Right, it's the new Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Gunther's still holding. No, the- I mean, I mean, <laughs> from when we were kids, right? Yeah. 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 So, and Gunther, yeah, Buster. Anyways, um. <laughs> all right. So, like I said, guys, it was gonna get heated, and you know, we've we've got some excitement here, and and. Rightfully so. It's uh, obviously WWE is doing something great because we're sitting here talking about it right now. And obviously we see it all over social media. Everybody, you know, wants to voice their opinion and shit like that. And so, you know, that's why we're here. So WWE is obviously doing things right. No matter how, how we question it or how we want it to pan out. But there's, you know, there's a lot of hope behind things. So... Mike, one real quick, so we can we can put a bow on this nice little gift they give us on this nice little gift give us. But did you pay attention to what The Rock did? There was two things that I was hoping you paid attention to. Hit me with them. Okay, did you notice who The Rock was pointing at when he was talking about Cody? And he didn't say Cody's name, but did you see who he was pointing at when he said, "I will make sure that you do not walk out as champion." He's pointing in Roman's direction. Thank you. Number two, when The Rock announced that he was part of the bloodline, did you see the way that The Rock raised his hand? In an L shape. In an L shape. So, read the tea leaves, guys. I don't know. It's Who just, knows? It's another great thing that make, that creates conversation. Locker room talk. I call it that all the time. But we're going to see. We're going to see what happens. Yep. <laughs> Let the onion peel, guys. All right. So we've got an announcement. Braun Breaker signed with, <laughs> with SmackDown. Mike, was this the right move? No, my opinion? My, your opinion? For him? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> why not? I mean, he had, I don't know. Like, there's, at first I said raw. Okay. Because who's over there? Who's really over there? Sami Zayn? Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, Drew McIntyre. Jay Uso. Jay Uso. And Gunter. That's okay. it. That's it. So don't you think that Raw needs him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> But you were just agreeing that it was okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean like, like he he did he made his choice. Like, can you disagree <laughs> with like? It is what it is. Like, the bear made his choice. Okay, so 
There was something that we talked about in a previous episode. Do you remember who Brock or Braun? Brock. <laughs> Can't say that name anymore. He's been erased like Eddie, uh, not Eddie Guerrero, uh, um, Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit. You can't even say his name either. Stop. stop. Can't even say his name either. <laughs> so who was Braun Breaker talking to in the previous SmackDown? The GM? Or no, the previous. Oh. Your boy. Your boy. That's your, you like the weasel. You like the weasel. I don't like that weasel. You gave him a nickname. Obviously, you like him. <laughs> He's a weasel. <laughs> uh, Mr. Paul Heyman. Uh-huh. I did not see that. So, Mr. T over here, show me a picture of Mr. Breaker holding his hand up with the index finger up. Number one. Who who does that? Very bloodline-like, right? With red behind it. With red behind it. Wow. No, no. Could Braun Breaker be joining the bloodline? There, there's, there's stipulations. He, he, is he going to be Usi? <laughs> is he going to be an honorary Usi? Uh, I, I, if Sami Zayn no, could have been mean, in come the on, bloodline, come on. anything's possible. <laughs> yes, that's true. They need somebody to replace Jay. You can't rep- First of all, you, you don't say that. It. You said it earlier. You're like, did you pay attention when Roman came out and hugged Jimmy? And he said, "What did Roman say? Let's fix what Jay broke. Jay didn't break nothing. Roman did that. <laughs> See, now I'm flipping the script. Now, now, you're yeah, talking about Jay. Now you're in your feelings. Now, now you're, you got me in my feelings. You're one of those Cody crybabies. No, now. I'm a Jay crybaby. Get it right. Cody could have finished his story." <laughs> <laughs> You know what, Mike? You just made the list. He just made the list. No, you man. made the list. You made the you, list. You and Sammy Zayn made the list. So it's Usi right now. Oh, my God, man. Bunch of nonsense you're talking right now. You don't like it because you're putting the pieces together. Yeah. That is not how you want the story you're in. No. I, so if, wow. Imagine. Him and Solo? Dude, like, I don't know if the shield is going to be enough for Cody if they got fucking Braun Breaker in their corner now. Human Rhino? Like, him between him and Solo, that's... Cody needs Spider-Man now. He's Thor. <laughs> like, wow. Like, yeah, I didn't... Wow. I'm going to drink to that. <laughs> So, guys, the photo that I showed to Mike is something that we, when they announced it and uh, Nick Aldis raised his hand, Braun was pointing just exactly the way the bloodline does. So, could this be something? Maybe. Could it be smoke? Maybe. Where there's smoke, there's fire. Where there's smoke, there's fire. But, guys, this is, like we were saying, enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. The reason that I say that it makes sense is because how we were just puzzled. We were, puzzled, we were putting the pieces of the puzzle together, right? So, there's fucking Heyman shaking hands with Brock. And Braun, god damn it. <laughs> uh, 
But, you know, shaking hands with Braun, talking to him, blah, blah, blah. There could have been some shit that they didn't show behind the scenes, and then now all of a sudden he is signed to SmackDown. Again, we talk about the weasel being a genius. He's a genius. <laughs> He's a genius, right? Can't you can't hate on that. So let's see what happens. Um another uh so there was another thing that came up, guys, on social media. People were pitching saying that Braun needs to change his name to Braun Steiner over Braun Breaker. Do you agree, Mike? No. Thank you. Neither do I. Don't change his name. Leave it the way it is. He's doing his own thing. Everybody knows he's a Steiner. Everybody knows he's the son of the dog-faced gremlin. Period. The dude comes out and barks. That's all you need to know. (laughs) And he literally does the Frankensteiner as one of his fucking moves. And he looks like his dad. Exactly. That's there. You go. The goatee is literally cut the same way. So he moves like him. Yeah. If, if, oh, so he doesn't his, have the, he doesn't have the air the air guards. His gear is literally tailored, literally the same way that the Steiners used to do their shit. Especially Scott. Right. Scott was always the colorful one with the bright colors and shit like that. It's literally what Ron's doing. So, oh, also, I don't know what they're gonna do, but. NXT has some new tag team champions, the Wolf Dogs. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> so we have new tag team champions. I don't know if Braun's still going to be jumping back and forth. Wouldn't he have to? Cut, like, he has to, right? He has to. I mean, he's got to defend the title, right? Once in a while. Or he's going to leave Baron Corbin behind. <laughs> so we'll we'll see what happens, guys. We'll see what we'll... we'll if What'll be stupid, though, is if... They dumped the titles literally on the next NXT before SmackDown. And it's like, well, why the fuck did you even put the titles on them to begin with? I don't know. We'll see. Um, In other news, guys, Cora Jade, she is still hurt over the breakup from Braun. Um, I was following her on social media and her, in her storylines. Uh, she, <laughs> she had a song basically talking about how much she hates her fucking ex, and it was just one of those rage songs. Cry me a river. (laughs) Uh, So, in other news, and we're going back to SmackDown because there was a lot going on. What's going on with the OC? And I'm talking about AJ Styles, Anderson, Gallows, Amichin. I have no idea. That was fireworks <laughs> in that locker room. So obviously we got some confrontation. We got AJ slapping Anderson. Slap the shit out of him. <laughs> There's a lot of slapping going on in WWE, man. We need to start throwing punches. Or bring out the baby powder. One of the two things. Something. Something. I have a feeling if you pay attention to what they were saying to each other. The OC guys is starting to fall apart. I have, and it could be, so this storyline was way, so guys, hit the rewind button. There was a, there was a, there was an episode where AJ was extremely frustrated. He was 
doing, you know, he, he was wrestling a lot of matches. There, there was times where he was losing, you know, the, the good brothers didn't follow through. The good brothers were looking at it as like a joke. They were cracking jokes, things like that. Shit that was bothering AJ. Well, then fast forward, we got a pissed off AJ. He's wearing all black. He's coming back. He's, you know, take, he's going after the people that fucked him over in the past. I believe that the good brothers are next. This is a part of it. Here's, here's my guess. We're going back to impact. We're going back to new Japan wrestling because this is the, this is where the bullet club was huge. Well, there's a guy that was part of the OC Tamatanga. He is a relative or a nephew of Haku. This is another bloodline. <laughs> they keep coming. Kind of, you know, that, that that feels like it. I have a feeling there's a possibility that this dude could show up and he's gonna get the OC back in line. We'll see what happens. Tamatanga guys is New Japan Wrestling. He did a few, like he jumped back and forth, but he was on Impact. That's where a lot of the storyline began with the Bullet Club. There's a lot of Bullet Club members out there, guys, but this one was one of the main ones, so I have a feeling there could be something that's coming through. We'll see what happens. But, again, it's not all about Cody and Roman and The Rock right now. There's other shit that's developing. Stories within the stories. Stories within the stories. <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're gonna kind of spit fire through the rest of this and kind of get kind of get moving. But the injury bug strikes again, guys. We have Shotzi. She is out. The rumors are that it's an ACL injury. They haven't announced the injury, but Shotzi basically said on her social media that this is very traumatizing to her. She couldn't believe that it happened. There, There's a lot going on. Also, we have some news that broke that Nikita Lyons is injured again. We know Mike is upset about this. Very. Watch your toe. <laughs> Scrolls injured all the time, guys. Stop it. They need to put her in in uh in bubble wrap. <laughs> She's thicker than a snicker, and I think that's causing the issues, dude. <laughs> uh I, we we don't know what's gonna happen, guys. They haven't announced anything. All we know is that the news came out about this, so we'll see what happens. But uh prayers for a speedy recovery. There's a lot of a lot of wrestlers that are being put on the shelf, especially in the female sec in the in the female uh, roster. But we'll we'll see where this goes. We'll see what happens. We'll wait to see as the story develops. I'm I'm sure something will be coming out this week on both of them, and we'll go from there. And then we'll provide you guys with updates as soon as we hear it. Mike, we talked about this in the last episode. We were talking about these messages that are coming across on NXT. Very cryptic. Very cryptic. Uh, I had said that they look very Bray Wyatt. We are starting to see things on TikTok and social media that 
Uncle Howdy might still be around, and the Wyatt Six could be coming to NXT. How many children did that that commercial say? I don't remember. But we all know Uncle Howdy is Bo Dallas, brother of Bray Wyatt. This would be another layer, dude, of more stories to just pay attention to. And it's only on NXT, right? Well, they're they're advertising it on NXT. Only. Only on NXT. We haven't seen anything come on SmackDown. They haven't talked about it. They haven't even talked about it on Raw. And they don't even talk about it. They just run it. Exactly. Well, you know, when it when it cuts out NXT, you know, they'll they'll make like a quick comment like, oh, you know, we don't know what that's about or, you know, whatever. This could be something very interesting because I would love to see who's going to be part of the Wyatt Six. Are they going to bring old wrestlers back? Is uh, is Braun Strowman? Um, God, I can't think of the other guy's name with the red beard. These are all guys that were from the Wyatt family. It could be very possible that they return. Is that a bad thing? No. Because they would be, we would be keeping the memory of Bray Wyatt alive. And I love that. Bo Dallas has a tall task. I hope he does it justice. And we get, we get some really legit homage to Bray Wyatt. The late Bray Wyatt. Agreed. MJF news. Kind of. (laughs) What did you hear? So we guys, we got a, there was a post from Cody Rhodes where they were talking to him and telling him, you know, like with all these things that are going on, is there a possibility that MJF joins the WWE? Cody basically said it's just a matter of time. Everything needs to fall in place and that Cody basically said MJF will be part of the WWE. We just don't know when. What Cody says, Cody goes. Right? That is your Hulk Hogan. He is the guy, according to Triple H. This is this is interesting news because it's kind of like what we already thought. You know what I mean? It's Cody just kind of giving it that little push, keeping MJF relevant, giving us a little news. Cody and MJF are great friends. MJF is a part of the Nightmare Factory. So for Cody to say this, I'd say... It holds some kind of weight. Oh, yeah. I'd probably say it's a done deal. Unless that bitch-ass Tony Khan (laughs) 
goes in there and just makes a stupid offer where WWE is like, ah, we're out. But if I were MJF, I'd be like, I'm done with AEW, man. I'm moving on to yeah, like why bigger and brighter pastures. They're in high school gyms. Like, come on. Yeah. And speaking of AEW, <laughs> we got more announcements. Do we have to talk about them? Uh, I really don't want to, but, you know, whatever. Okay. Uh, MWF. Michael Wrestling Federation <laughs> has more followers than AEW, and their ratings for the past five weeks have been higher than AEW's. So well, that, that show was pretty interesting. Yeah. It caught my attention. <laughs> They're doing some great things over there. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. But, yeah, there's a – guys, there's – and I I know I shit on AEW a lot. I just – there's <laughs> – I, uh, I promise you it'll, these episodes will be more focused on WWE, but when I do have shots that I can fire at AEW, I'm going to take them. With that said – Are they still on TV? <laughs> unfortunately, they are. Uh, I don't know. I don't watch them. It, it's, it's not a bad thing to have them out there because everybody needs competition. You know what I mean? There was a period. There was a very long period where WWE didn't have any competition. Hey, competition is good. Competition is good, but when well, where's the competition though? Yeah, you know, we were just talking about the fans, and I'm not even gonna get started on the AEW fans because that'll be in a whole another hour. But there's um, it's news. Irregardless of the way we look at it, and we're talking about it, so you know, I guess AEW is still doing something because. They're still relevant. Yeah, they are. The island of relevancy, like the way Roman likes to talk about it, or or or. And there's this very small way out in the Pacific somewhere. <laughs> oh man! But Mike, we are at that time. Uh, time gets away from you when you talk about what you love. And we love us some jerking the curtain. Yes, we do. <laughs> we love us some WWE. We love us some Rock. We love us some Roman. Acknowledge me. We love us some Cody. Oh, what do you guys want to talk about? And uh, Cody gotta finish his story. <laughs> we love us some Cody Crybabies. Oh my God, ladies! Stop crying out there, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. That is all we have for you. Um. I am your host, Nando T, and this was an episode where we just want to let you guys know, be careful what you ask for. Mike, is there anything, hater Mike, is there anything that you want to leave with us before we, uh, before we get out of here? Fuck the Chiefs. <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. Why'd you have to bring that up? Because it's, it still hurts. It still hurts. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, nobody's going to be saying red and gold till I'm dead and cold anymore. <laughs> Wrap it up, B. <laughs> <laughs> but, guys, all joking aside, um, thoughts and prayers go out to... Those affected by the shootings at the yes, Kansas City yes. Chiefs celebration. So 
we've got uh, this. We've got some idiots in the world. Unfortunately, there's a lot more uh, guys. Ears open, eyes open. Be looking out where you're going, especially when it comes to celebration time. We're living in a world where you just can't have a great time like you used to. Be nope. very careful out there. That's all we got for you. This is the Funkaholics podcast. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts, five-star rating, we get recognized. It does so much for us. We're on Spotify. We're on Amazon. We are everywhere. Just type in that, Just type in the Funkaholics, and it'll get you there. A lot of great episodes. More to come.